he got all of that one. Got all of that one. Welcome to In the Rough, a podcast dedicated to golfing in the Treasure Valley and beyond. And beyond. In the Rough is presented by First Tee Idaho, providing accessibility and affordability to golf while teaching our youth respect, integrity, courtesy, perseverance, sportsmanship, honesty, judgment, responsibility, and confidence. First Tee Idaho, because golf is more than a game. Welcome to another edition of In the Rough. I'm Corey Michaels, along with Nick Blasius from First Tee Idaho. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for uh, having us in here again, Corey. Always, always an honor. All right, so now, over this last month since we talked last, what's been going on with First Tee? Well, we just had our big charity golf tournament on uh, the Friday of Labor Day weekend, our Swing for the Kids tournament. That is our flagship fundraiser and... Uh, very proud to report that this year was our most successful one ever. That's great um, to hear. Yeah, we ran, yeah. we had a goal of eighty thousand dollars, and we ended up raising uh, just north of ninety six thousand. Good deal. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, so much support from the community and businesses, and just so many good people in the golf community. Like we've talked about in the past, how tight knit it is, and they uh, they came out and showed some support. All right. Now, what about uh, with the, any other uh, tournaments going on? Any uh, yeah, we started, standouts? We started our fall classes uh, last week, and um, things are going great. We've got about 180 kids in our fall classes. Um, these ones are more of our after-school program, so in the evenings. Um, I'm excited about our guest today. She's our program director, so... We're going to do a lot more outreach stuff after our fall classes come to a close, you know, going to the elementary schools and working with kids and introducing them to the game of golf and their PE classes, which is super fun. And then we've got uh, our little night golf tournament in October, which Katie and I have been toying around the idea of doing a little bit of a costume party this year since it's so close to Halloween. And that's always a fun little night. Get some hot chocolate out there. Right. Go light up the golf course for six holes, and they have a great time. They love it. So that's kind of what's on our radar right now. And then we'll uh, we'll finish the year strong and start planning for 2022. Hard to believe we're already staring at 2022. Yeah, this year's gone by rather quickly. That's, that's for that. sure. All right, now uh, our our guest today on uh, In the Rough. Our guest is somebody that. Uh, is very, very, very important to First Tee Idaho. Um, her, her name is Katie McKelvey. She's our program director. Um, she's been with First Tee for longer than I have now. I think it's almost five years. We'll, t- we'll talk more about that with Katie. And um, But this is just an opportunity for our, you know, our participants, the parents, our supporters to get to know more about the staff that runs the organization. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I tell Katie all the time she's kind of the nucleus of all that. Um, so very pumped about having her on today. So Katie, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> okay, so like I said, let's start by just getting to know a little bit more about Katie. I know all this stuff, but I'm just going to lead you right through it. Um, so where are you from? I grew up in the small town Mackey, Idaho. Has about 600 people. Mm-hmm. So, not kidding when I say small town. Um, yeah, that's where I'm from. <laughs> what, what was it like growing up in, I mean, how many people? 600? Yeah, 600. What was it like growing up in that small of a town? Honestly, mostly really good. Um, I always say the joke that 
people would know things about me before I even knew it. Um, <laughs> everybody knew everything that was going on in your life, which is beautiful. And also sometimes like, whoa, you know, um, but yeah. We really talked about how tight knit the golf community is. I'm sure that can be said for towns with less than a thousand people. You know, everybody knows everybody uh -huh. in some fashion, right? <laughs> so um, growing up, you're the youngest of four siblings, right? You have yep. three sisters? Yep, three sisters nice. and then an older brother as well. That's right. And uh, quick shout out to those sisters. Uh, Katie just hiked Mount Bora with her three sisters. Wow. As well as her boyfriend when they started the hike. <laughs> and then when they got back down from the hike, he was her fiance. So <laughs> congratulations. Thank you very much. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Tanner. Wait, I mean, talk about getting to the top and making it very memorable. Um, so what sports did you play growing up? Um, so I played volleyball, basketball, and softball. I played golf growing up, never competitively, um, but we had a little nine-hole golf course. Um, and favorite sport was probably softball, which my coach didn't necessarily like that I golfed because she felt like it messed up my uh, softball swing. So. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> and what division is Mackey in? Is it 1A, 2A? Yep, 1A and then uh, D2. So we're the smallest of the 1A schools. Wow. All right. So how many girls were on the softball team? Um, so yeah, I, act Half I actually town. had to play. What's that? <laughs> Half the town. Yeah, was on the exactly. <laughs> Katie played pitcher and catcher. <laughs> yeah, right. Throw it, run and catch it. Um, so I actually played for Arco, Idaho, because Mackie didn't have a softball team. Okay. They allowed me to go down there and play. Um, and I think we had maybe 17 girls on the team. That's awesome. Yeah. So actually pretty good, really. That's really, yeah, that's actually a lot more than I thought. Yeah. There wasn't much else to do, you know, besides <laughs> <Yeah>. sports. <laughs> Maybe get into trouble. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's the small town community like for those high school sports? I mean, is it a lot of support for those events and everybody comes out and watches the games? And Yeah. Unbelievable support, honestly. Um, I remember having like the booster club and they would just do different fundraisers. We had golf tournaments that uh -huh. were used as fundraisers for our sporting events. Um, unbelievable support. And so, yeah, back to growing up in a small town, it really was wonderful. Um, That's, so at what point, you said you grew, grew up playing golf a little bit. At what age did you start playing? So I would say I, I fiddled around with it when I was like eight or nine years old. Um, and then in junior high, I was actually really interested in 4-H. <laughs> Shockingly, yeah. my family weren't farmers or ranchers, um, but I really liked pigs, so I wanted to do 4-H. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad really didn't want me to, so he was like, hey, I have a deal for you. If you don't do 4-H, I will take you out every Monday golfing. <laughs> and I was like, all right, Dad, that's a deal. I don't think we went out every Monday. but bribed you out did. of 4-H. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll make sure he doesn't listen to this podcast because he'll be mad. If <laughs> I had the pleasure of meeting her dad at our uh, fundraising event over Labor Day weekend. And um, what a nice guy. But hearing that story and thinking of meeting him and the kind of guy he is, that just cracks me up. Him just <laughs> swindling some deals to keep you out of 4-H. Um, so you started playing golf at that young age. And what was it that you liked about golf more than other sports? Oh, that's a very good question. Honestly, it 
the social aspect. Um, yeah. I actually really didn't have anybody my age that played, no other friends. Um, but my dad has a few friends who play golf. So I got really close with a lot of his friends. So they're all in their 60s now. They'd be angry at me for saying that out loud. <laughs> um, but they became some of my my best friends. Um, really like three more fathers that I didn't necessarily ask for, but I'm very <laughs> appreciative to have in my life. Um, yeah, a lot of memories with those guys playing in golf tournaments. Um, I don't know how much time we have, but I do want to tell you this one yeah. story. So we had a golf tournament going on. Um, I didn't know this one friend very well at the time. Um, his name's Kelly. And we were driving the golf carts and we were on one of the holes and you kind of come to a bridge and there's really only room for one golf cart to make it through the bridge. So we're kind of driving and all of a sudden I look over and he's kind of looking over at me and I start to punch it a little harder and he starts to punch it a little harder. Needless to say, <laughs> he ended up having to brake super hard because I wasn't going to back down brakes. <laughs> wheels are screeching. His wife's in the car and, you know, she's probably saying some profanities. Um, <laughs> dust is flying everywhere, but I, I won that race. And then from that moment on, uh, he was a very close friend. Do you so. still hold this over his head? Certain, yep. Every single okay. time I see him, I have to remind him. That's a testament to Katie McKelvey, just full steam ahead. You know? <laughs> no backing down, especially in the office. <laughs> um, okay, so going through high school in Mackey, played softball, basketball, volleyball, golf on the side more socially. And then college is on your radar. What were you thinking for college? Was softball an option to go play in college? Yeah. So softball was definitely what I wanted to do. Um, unfortunately, I actually tore my ACL my junior oh. and senior year. Um, so that knocked me out. Junior of, and senior year? Yeah. Ouch. So that kind of, you know, it didn't squash the dream. I could have tried to walk on, you know, it was hard to get scouted. Um, but mm -hmm. I just thought, you know what, maybe that wasn't my path. Um so then I just chose to go to Boise State, go Broncos, and um, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> it's sad, but it's really cool to hear just that perspective of at that young of an age to say, you know what, maybe just this isn't meant for me. Right. So you choose Boise State, um, go Broncos, as you said. <laughs> um, what was your initial major when you went to school? Oh my gosh, I went through about four majors over the course of my college <laughs> career. Um, I thought about health for a while, health sciences. And then I got into psychology a little bit, um, even thought about police work for a certain amount of time. Um, and then ultimately, to be perfectly transparent, um, it got to about year four, and I was like, man, what do I need to do to graduate? Sat down with someone, because um, I was just ready to be done. Um, and then eventually got my social sciences degree. Um, and then that kind of led me to first T. That so, was my next question. Yes. So how <laughs> did first T come on your radar? So I had to do an internship in order to graduate. And what year is this? Sorry. This would have been 2015. So I was looking through this whole list of internships and all of a sudden I see first of Idaho. And I was like, oh, that looks interesting. So this was the first time I had ever heard about the program. So kind of looked into it, um, and I was like, you know what, that looks pretty cool. So I reached out to the executive director at the time um, and just said, hey, you know, would, would you be interested in 
having me be an intern for you? Um, and she says, yeah, of course. And now after having worked with First Tee, I see why she was so eager um, to get some extra help. Um, and somebody just taking that initiative and reaching out, right? Yeah. You know, we're the ones reaching out to people. All the right. Time. To have somebody reach out to you saying, hey, can I come work for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, did my internship. So just kidding. It wasn't 2015. I believe that would have been the fall of 2016. Okay. Um, so completed my internship, um, and that involved just doing some administrative work. And then I got into the coaching, which is where it really sparked my, my intrigue to kind of continue with first tee was having the chance to work with the kids. Um, so then I graduated from college in December of 2016. And then I didn't hear back from her name was Allie Gorney, the executive director, um, hadn't heard anything in a couple of months. Uh, and then by March of 2017, I got a call from her and she said, Hey, we have this coaches training. Would you like to go to it? Um, and then start working for us. And I was like, hallelujah. I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> would love to do that. Um, so went to my first coaches training in March of 2017. Incredible experience. Um, it just reaffirmed all my thoughts about First Tee. Um, the people who went to that training as well, I just was so like-minded with them um, mm -hmm. and their passion for the program. I was like, okay, this is this is a pretty rocking place to be. Um, so then over the course of 2017, that summer, uh, just kind of continued with the administrative work uh, got more into the coaching, took on what we call a lead role um, for the classes, and then became program director in November, I believe, of 2017. So so my next question was going to be, what did you like about it? And I could hear you light up a little bit, and I saw it in your face when you said, you know, once I started actually coaching and getting out there with the kids, that's what I really, really enjoyed. So my question there is, you played so many sports growing up. I'm sure there were some coaches in your life that had a big impact on you just as a human being, right? Yeah. Did you feel like, in a sense, that's where you, did you feel like you were giving back? Or was it just that feeling of, you know, helping youth grow as humans, not just golf, but just helping them grow? Yeah, uh, 100%. Um, when, when I think of First Tee, I, like, there's kind of this... Um, thought that it's it's maybe for like underprivileged kids and although it is there it's really for everybody um I grew up in an awesome family I had incredible parents um but I still had my own challenges you know um and I got support from people outside of my family that like Nick said had a huge impact on me so then starting with First Tee and beginning coaching, I was like getting that experience for myself. Um, so yeah, I would say it was giving back and it was that feeling of, wow, like I'm, I'm hopefully helping um, some of those mm -hmm. kids who even if they do have a good support system at home, it's like another avenue for them, somebody to kind of lean on um, throughout their lives. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. That's why I said she is incredible in her role, and she's the nucleus of First Tee Idaho. <laughs> you can just hear it in her voice. Um, 
So I guess that just leads to the next part. You know, how do you feel like your role has changed? You started as an intern. Now you've been the program director for four years, coming up on four years this November. Yeah. How do you feel like it's changed? What have you changed in that role, you know, to better it? Um, Yeah. So I would say it's, I mean, I'm still learning (laughs) 100% every day. I feel like I just learn another way to be better at the job, what to improve on. Um, I'd say I've gotten more confidence, um, especially experiencing, you know, each year kind of seeing successes, seeing what works, what doesn't work. Um, honestly, having Nick come on board, uh, has been huge for me. Um, he's just somebody I can 100% lean on, you know, give, give my thoughts and then to hear him give positive feedback or, you know, Hey, let's talk about it more. Um, so I don't know if I fully answered your question. I think that I have mainly just gained more confidence in my decision-making and I think realizing that I do want what's best for the program. So to just trust my gut with decisions that I make, um, obviously with leaning on Nick, um, and then just kind of trying things out and, if it doesn't work out, that's okay. We got another year or, you know, the next day still comes. Um, but yeah. That's kind of our joke in the office is let's try it. If it doesn't work, we yeah. tried it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's pretty simple. And we try to have fun with it. Um, so one thing that's changed significantly um, since you've been on board is just the number of participants. Yeah. Right. Um, I've said on the podcast before, just how many registrations we're going to have this year and how that has grown significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so how has, has that been difficult to manage the number of participants? Yeah, I would say it's a good thing I've been on now for four to five years that registrations have grown so much. Um, especially, you know, the small things, learning the registration platform, all those little quirks about it, how those things work. Um, situations that arise day to day, you know, with families having questions or um, anything like that. I kind of have gone through enough of it that you kind of build your arsenal of how to handle those situations. Um, so to jump in there, you, you've had so much growth and we've grown the program so much, but, you know, where would you like to see it go in the next few years? Well, Nick and I have talked about this a lot. Um, certainly having, um, our own facility would be huge. Um, I, (laughs) I've had this thought ever since I started there, the place I went to my first coaches training, they had their own first tee learning facility. So they actually had desks. And then of course they had their little outdoor area. Mm -hmm. But the main thing that I saw was that it was a place that kids could come after school and they felt safe. They felt like they, they were wanted there. Um, so whether they came to just hang out or they came to do their homework or they came to practice golf, it was just a space for kids to come, um, and be with people who love them and care about them. So ultimately having something like that, that we can offer the youth in Boise, the treasure Valley, um, would be absolutely incredible. My, you know, my background was working at country clubs and listening to Katie just say that, you know, I think what we envision as a, in a sense is, you know, like a, a youth golf club, 
right? Right. Just a place for them to come to. Yeah. And they can golf or they can work on their homework or they can, you know, some comp comparisons have been like a boys and girls club for golf, you know? I mean, well, and that's what I was thinking as, uh, as Katie was talking is yeah. Having that, that place, that safe place to be able to go. Not that home's not safe, but you know, a place you can hang out and uh, there's other kids that have similar, you know, uh, likes, dislikes and, totally. and all of that is them. What is it going to take to get there? Yeah, I mean, we're slowly going down that path. Um, it's, <laughs> there's a lot to it, right? Um, but I really yeah. am proud of the progress we're making as far as, you know, we have that as our ultimate stretch goal for First Tee right. Idaho. And I'm as long as we just put one foot in front of the other, you know, and some days it takes, or sometimes it takes longer to get that one foot in front of the other, but, yeah. and sometimes it goes a little bit faster, but we are progressing in that direction. It's just our natural involvement. It's going to mm -hmm. be a big hurdle for us to get over for many reasons, but I'm confident with the support from people in our community and, you know, how much this program's grown that we will, we're going to make it happen. I mean, I'm a total believer in talking it into existence. Well, right? Ed, Nick, knowing you, and having met Katie now and seeing her passion and all you've talked about with Katie, I don't doubt <laughs> one bit that it's going to get there. It's a fun journey to chase and it's a fun yeah. thing to chase, right? So it's a worthy cause and we're just going to do everything we can to get there. Awesome. But back to, yeah, yet we digress. <laughs> <clears throat> back to Katie. Katie, I just want to take a second to say thank you for all you do for the program. You make my life easier on a daily basis. You're just, I'm so thankful to have you on our team and what you do for so many kids in our program. Uh, it really is incredible. I feel like you are kind of an unsung hero in the golf industry within the Treasure Valley. You know, golf pros get a lot of recognition at their clubs from all the players there. I feel like yeah. Katie is a little bit behind the curtains and some people should really understand how much she is impacting not just this, the youth in our area, but it directly affects the future of golf in the treasure valley right so she is incredible for first Tee idaho and we are beyond lucky to have her um i'm going to end the interview today with some quick little up and downs like we've been doing okay so katie favorite club in the bag go pitching wedge why i hit it the best <laughs> <laughs> that is a good reason to like that golf club favorite golf course in idaho oh Quail Hollow. Okay, why Quail Hollow? It's beautiful. It's super challenging. Um, so I lose a lot of golf balls. But <laughs> I was um, gonna say that one ravine has owned yeah, multiple balls yeah. uh, of mine. <laughs> really quick story. <laughs> the first time I ever played Quail Hollow, I was probably eleven or twelve years old. And my dad said he had um, some big buckets in the garage with golf balls, and he gave me an Albertsons bag, and he said. Just go in the garage and fill up this thing with golf balls because you're going to need all of them tomorrow. I was like, okay, thanks, Dad. A little vote of confidence before we head out there. Okay, first tee up and down question. What's your favorite core value and why? Um, so I'm going to say responsibility. Okay. Reason being, I feel like I've had the best discussions with the kids on that core value. Um, <laughs> they get really into it. Uh, you know, mainly I. The one thing I'll ask is like, what would it, what would the world look like if none of us took responsibility? And this little seven-year-old, she goes, oh, well, there'd just be 
trash everywhere. <laughs> and she's like, everything would just be destroyed. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. So, um, yeah, responsibility. Best shot you've ever hit. Kelsey, and that's why I said I wish I had a hole in one story. Um, I would say at my home course, hole number seven, it's par five, the only par five we have on that golf course. Um, I had hit not a great tee shot, so I was still probably a couple hundred yards out from the the green. And mind you, this is pretty narrow, um, and I don't have another story like this on hole seven. The second shot in landed on the green, if memory serves, let's say a foot from the hole, but it was probably a few yards. It's like a fish uh, story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, yeah, that's got to be the, the winner. Oh, I still ended better. up birdieing that hole. But <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have to go to that point in the story, Katie. <laughs> um, and my last question in closing, what have you learned about yourself since working with First Tee Idaho? I think the biggest thing I learned that I really like kids. I don't think that I knew that before taking this job um, most of the time. Um, and say the question again. What have you learned about yourself since working with First Tee Idaho? Um, I think mainly I've, I've certainly just gained a lot more confidence in myself um, and that I am hopefully having a positive impact on those kids and the people around them, um, around me, excuse me. Um, yeah. There's no question you are having a positive impact on those kids. And it's not just the participants. We have volunteer coaches, right? And mm -hmm. one of them, her name is Brooklyn. She's in high school and I know her mom and dad pretty well. And, you know, I said, Hey, is Brooklyn enjoying, uh, coaching being an assistant coach with Katie? Mm -hmm. And Jody, the mom said, I, she just loves Katie so much. <laughs> so, I mean, talk about a really good role model for a girl in high school. And, you know, it's not just the participants that Katie's having a huge impact on. Not to mention, we have this circle of champions dinner at the end of every year to celebrate our kids. Right. We weren't able to have it last year because of COVID. Yeah. But we had it in 2019 and I had started about three months before it. So I was still getting fairly, you know, <laughs> up to speed with everything. But we had this big dinner at the Albertsons Atrium. And I walk in, Katie and I are setting up, and then it's like, okay, you know, showtime, kids are going to start showing up. Kids and parents are walking in the doors, and, you know, they're just coming in. I'm not kidding you. Every kid walked up to Coach Katie and gave her a hug and was like, Coach Katie, Coach Katie. <laughs> it was, I was like, wow, <laughs> she has a big role with this program. So uh, that was my big eye-opening experience knowing how big of an impact Katie had. Katie, thank you so very much for being on here and all you do. And I just I hope this is a opportunity for some people in the Valley to get to know you a little bit better. They see you out there coaching the kids, telling them what to do. And now they get to know a little bit more about you. Thanks for having me. All righty. Uh, what, to, what do we have to look forward to? What's coming up in the next month that we'll be uh, recapping? Yeah. Like I said, we're just working on those fall classes, um, mm -hmm. getting ready for, uh, you know, that night golf event in October um, we've got the Idaho Open this weekend. Um, that is a little different. Uh, First Tee Idaho is the presenting sponsor. Thanks, thanks to um, one of our you know very helpful donors. 
um, which that event is just, it's good exposure for our program and that we have yeah. a big presence in the Treasure Valley. So that'll be this weekend at Quail Hollow Golf Course, Katie's favorite golf course. <laughs> so that'll be fun. Uh, I'll be out there talking to people and just saying thanks for playing. And the, we've got a pro-am on Thursday for that that benefits First Tee Idaho. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. And uh, like I said, we've got a lot of things that we're trying to accomplish with the program. And so uh, it'll be a lot of planning after the uh, next month. <laughs> well, we've got a lot to, to uh, chat about next month and everything that is going to be coming up and the things to come as well. And we hope you can join us for the next edition of In the Rough.